Hey there, welcome to the Deliver On Your Business podcast, where you are the boss. I'm Ron from EntreeCourier.com. Entree is from entrepreneur, for somebody who is in business for themselves. And here's the deal, folks. If you're an independent contractor, you are operating a business, ready or not. So that makes you an Entree Courier. Welcome to the club. This podcast is here to help you think like a business owner and to thrive in your business. So let's get started, shall we? Hey, hey, Courier Nation, it is hump day. How has your week been going so far? Now, I don't know about your market. I know in my market, first couple days of the week tend to be the slowest. So the nice thing about it is when we get into the middle of the week, that means we are rolling into the profitable part of the week. It's We're, we're facing the money-making part of the week, and I hope that's the case for you. We are on episode 10 of the Deliver On Your Business podcast. And we launched the podcast with a 31-day Courier MBA series. Now, the podcast is normally going to be a weekly um, with weekly episodes, but we're starting off with 31 daily episodes just to hit the ground really running. You know what I mean? We are in the third of nine episodes that are dealing with business operations in your courier business. And today we're going to talk about the equipment that you use. What kind of equipment can help you become more profitable? Now, yesterday we talked about the 40 cent rule. And the idea is that 40 cents a minute is your guide for things that we do. You can adjust that up or down, whatever is more appropriate for you. I really encourage that you keep it high. Okay. Uh, there's, there's a lot of reasons behind that, but our time is valuable. So you want to put a value on that time. And that's what really helps us when we say my time is worth 40 cents a minute or $24 an hour. And when we start talking about equipment, this is where this comes into play because some of the things that we use can make a big difference in saving time. Now, We have a tendency, I think, to do things on the cheap. I think maybe far more for gig economy workers because when we're paying out of our pocket for a car and our gas and all, a lot of times we we want to resist paying out anything else. You know, we're thinking we don't, we shouldn't have to pay for these things. Sometimes we approach things from kind of a deficit mentality. But I learned something and this this came back from sales training back when I was in telecom. And the trainer, he was he was training us in in one thing about uh, you actually discourage a customer from making a purchase. I thought, well, that's kind of different, but I appreciated that approach. And what he did was he said, you know what, you want to look at things from the best interests of your customer because it helps build trust with your customer. But uh, and, and I use this rule that he talked about a lot. And he said, when you're talking to somebody, stress to them that when you're buying technology, that technology either has to help you be more profitable or more competitive. And if the technology doesn't do any of those things, this is not the time to invest in that technology. I found that it really didn't discourage people from purchasing, 
but it did help people sometimes kind of wrap their minds around what they're doing. And, and I really encourage you when you look at different things that you can purchase that help you with your business, don't look at the dollars and cents of it. Look at how much does it help you do your business. And sometimes we'll use that 40 cent rule. And sometimes it's, it's more of just kind of a bigger picture type of thing. But is it going to help you be more profitable? Is it going to help you make more money? And if it is, don't skimp. You know, don't don't just go for the cheapest and hope that it gets by. Go for something that, you know, will work. Here are a few things that you need to think about as we go into this. First of all, I am not here to make any recommendations right now on any particular products. Now, I'm, I'm thinking of diving into some reviews on some different things. I may open up some affiliate options where I can give you the link and you can go there. I'll be up front anytime I'm doing any of that. But right now, I'm not here really to talk about any one particular product over another. But what I want you to do is think about your process for making your decisions and to encourage you to think about it in, in through the eyes of making business decisions. Okay? So with everything that you look at, ask this very critical question, how is it going to help me make a better profit? Will this increase my earnings? Will this reduce my expenses? If it does not do any of those two things, it may not be the thing to get at this point. So what I would like to do is let's look at some common equipment and we'll kind of think about that through that lens. Let's look at your car first because your car is mission critical. You know, now you might be one of those people that are able to use a different means. And I've done some bicycle deliveries. It's kind of more like, okay, this is a fun way to use my bike. I, I, I have generally not looked at bike deliveries as profitable because I am just freaking slow on my bike. Okay. So but you might have other options or other things that you do. You might be in a more congested area where you could do it on bike or even walking, you know. But most of us, we use our car. So let's talk about that. It is mission critical. And I think that there are two very important considerations when you're thinking about the car that you're using. It has to be reliable and it has to be comfortable. You notice that fuel efficiency is not on that list. It's not that it is not important. It is uh, because it does reduce your expenses. But here's the thing. You'd be amazed at how many times a very efficient vehicle actually costs you more. Because a lot of times that efficient vehicle is newer. It's got greater depreciation. It has higher maintenance costs over the life of it or on per mile basis. And so there are a lot of things that you have to take into um, consideration as far as figuring out your value of or the expense of your car. But here's the thing. Reliability, because we go back to that time being value. If your car is broken down, if it's needing service, that's keeping you from earning money. We call that opportunity cost. But here's another thing about opportunity cost, and it has to do with the comfort of your car. Folks, that car's got to be something that you can spend all the hours in that you need to spend doing delivery. Um, I'm a, a taller fella. I'm about six foot five. So there's a lot of cars that probably would be fantastic, but not for me. 
because I'm going to be so uncomfortable that there's no way I'm going to spend all the hours in it that I'd need to spend to make a good profit. So you want something that you can spend time in. You want something that you can be comfortable in. You're going to be spending, if you're full-time, 40 or so hours a week. Some people, I know people that are doing 80 or 90 hours a week. You got to be able to spend that time and be able to enjoy that time because that helps you avoid the burnout then, okay? Here's another piece of equipment to think about, your cell phone. A really good cell phone is critical. Now, you ask yourself, how can it increase earnings or keep your expenses down? Look, guys, a cell phone that's got a good, fast, powerful processor is going to pay for itself over having one that is cheap but that bogs down because of all of the demands that you have because of your apps. You know, when you're running two or three apps and all of a sudden it slows down and you can't pull up information, remember the 40 cent rule and how many times does it take before you're losing money because of your cell phone? The other thing about a good cell phone is some of the better cell phones are the ones that have a good voice assistant. Uh, Siri or Google Assistant or Bixby on the Samsung phones. And uh, guys, when you can tell your phone what to do without touching it, especially as the laws are getting more and more strict about uh, things like uh, having your phone on while you're in the car, that kind of thing can be huge. So let's talk real quick about your cell phone holder. I know most of us, we keep some kind of a cell phone holder so that we can see the GPS, we can see the order information uh, so that we don't have to hold it in our hand. Uh, It's safer, it's better. But, uh, you know, there are sometimes you want to think about even taking a look at the holder. How easy is it to get your phone in and out of the phone holder? Um, There are a lot of them that uh, I know like uh, rideshare people use, but they've got these sides on it. And when you're taking your phone out of it and putting it back in, sometimes you got to fiddle with it. And so I have found that to me, just a magnet based one works really well. I have like a little metal thing that I put onto my phone holder and I just slap that thing onto the, the uh, magnetic uh, photo stand or the, I'm sorry, uh, phone stand. And I just pull it off when I'm running into the restaurant. And when you're getting in and out, in and out, in and out, and you're taking your phone with you quick and easy, like that magnetic one, it to me is, is so valuable because again, even though it's maybe just seconds, it's still seconds that add up. And so, you know, find, find a good phone holder that is very easy for you to put your phone in and take it out of very quickly and easily. Think about your delivery bag. Folks, a delivery bag pays for itself. Um, Now, sometimes like Grubhub gives out some pretty good bags. Most of the other platforms, a lot of them will give you bags, but they're these wimpy, soft-sided, floppy pieces of crap. (laughs) I mean, they're, they're, they're better than nothing at all. But here's the thing with a delivery bag. Uh, First of all, it gets you in and out of the restaurant quickly. That is huge. It signals right away to the restaurant staff what you're there for, and it really can cut down on the time waiting on the restaurant. But the other thing is that a good, solid bag that has stiff sides, if you can just drop the food bag in there real easily, real quickly, without having to fiddle with it, without having to try and get it open, all of that, 
that makes a lot of difference. That adds up, again, maybe only a few seconds, but those seconds over how many deliveries you do in a day, that can make the difference. It can make all the difference into having another delivery in, in a day's time. I get one that I've got one that it has a couple of pockets that you can put your drinks in on the outside and it has a Velcro strap so that I can just flip it open, shut it. I don't have to mess with a zipper. It's quick. It is easy. And it was well worth the purchase. Those are some of the must haves. I think you've got to have all of those things. One other thing that you want to look at is your cell phone plan. Folks, the most important thing about your cell phone provider is their coverage, their reliability, not the amount of money that you pay. Because I'll tell you what, if you've got a crappy service, you will lose more in time than the difference that you pay for a better service. Now, I was on Sprint for a while. It was super cheap because we we're on this great family plan. I mean, super cheap. The problem is that with Sprint, I cannot get on the phone and still have my data connection. So that creates some issues there. You know, how many times do you lose orders when you're calling in to uh, driver support? You know, <clears throat> just so many things like that, that they can add up. Go back to the 40 cent rule. Your time is worth 40 cents a minute. How much time are you losing and how quickly does that add up to the difference between a really cheap plan and a plan that has really good coverage. You know, if you've got somebody that they've just got terrible coverage where you've got a lot of restaurants, that's going to create more issues than the money that you save. So have a plan with somebody that has good coverage. <clears throat> Another option that you might consider is something with a backup. Um, I actually carry around a little $10 a month um, one gig plan with straight talk wireless on a hotspot and uh, it's on a different carrier. So those few times that I do run into a bad spot, I can flip over to that, put that on Wi-Fi, put my phone on Wi-Fi off of that hotspot and, um, and that takes care of me. So it kind of gives me some redundancy. So those all are must haves, but you can also look at a lot of secondary items and think about, will they help you? Will they help you save money? Will they help you earn extra money? Guys, I keep a cooler with me and a bottle opener. And I tell you what, you go into forums and if anybody talks about taking a cooler with them, uh, most of the community will laugh at you. But I have found that using like the reusable um, frozen ice packs or whatever, that uh, using that with a cooler, especially in the summer, you know, and put my drinks, I can put ice cream, I'm getting more ice cream orders lately, I can put that inside that cooler, and it's in so much better condition. And for the times that I'm doing deliveries for places that they do the tipping after you get there, it pays for itself, folks, it pays for itself in spades. I spent money to upgrade my sound system in my car. This one, I don't know, is borderline. Maybe this is more a preference thing. But here's the thing. <clears throat> the biggest factor for me was the amount of time that I spend in my car. And while I'm in my car, I listen to podcasts. I listen to all sorts of different things. Um, I, I listen to Audible. And I like to use that time to get information. And having a better sound system in there that made that easier to do on that sound system. It had a backup camera. 
I don't know if there are any other 1998 Buick Centuries that have a backup camera, but mine does. And uh, that, that makes a huge difference in uh, uh, trying to do parallel parking downtown. And, uh, you know, so it's some things like that. that uh, but the other part of it is that I'm going to be in the car a lot. I talked about your car needing to be something that you can spend your time in. Sometimes it's worth doing a little bit of a uh, upgrade to your vehicle if that's what you're spending 40 hours, 50, 60 hours a week in. There's a couple other things I thought about. I thought about, you know, maybe should I buy an electric scooter that I keep in my car? You know, you see all those birds and all the other styles that uh, people are driving around in a lot of these cities and stuff. And maybe if I had my own when I'm downtown and then I can kind of park in the places where I know I've got parking quick and easy, I can zip up to the uh, restaurant a little more easily. I don't have to mess with parking right there. I don't know. I'll think about it. Uh, another one I thought about is maybe a dash cam, and that's more like protection and documentation. Uh, I've been fortunate that I haven't had a situation where I needed information off of a dash cam, but it might be worth looking into that as well. The main thing here is that you want to look at things like that through the eyes of how does it help your business? Does it allow you to keep going longer? Does it help you increase your money, such as through getting better tips? Does it save you money? Does it protect your money? If it helps you and it helps you enough to offset the cost, then I'd say go for it. And if it's something that you really think will help, do not skimp on the product. Get something that you know is going to be reliable, that is going to work for you and something that you can rely on. The main thing is think like a business person with your purchases. Because guess what? You are. That's the thing we're trying to get. Think like a business person. Think through the, or look through the eyes of a business person. Be the business owner that you are. Folks, that's going to do it for today. I want to thank you for tuning in and joining us. So I invite you to come on over to the website at deliveronyourbusiness.com and check us out. You can go through blog posts. You can go through previous episodes there. You can go and find us on Twitter or Facebook or even LinkedIn by searching for Entree Courier. And you can look for our podcasts on the different podcast channels. As I have tried to do every time here, I want to ask this question. I always save it for the last because... I don't feel like I should ask this question unless I've earned the right to ask it. And if I have earned the right to ask it, if I've provided you good information, I want to ask you, could you spread the news about us, please? If you know people that are also doing delivery work that could benefit from any of the information we are providing, could you let them know about us? Could you share us on, you can share our episodes or our website on social media could you do a review wherever you get your podcasts? Because those reviews will help us to get found. If you can spread the news, we can help more people be more profitable as independent contractors in the gig economy and particularly in the on-demand delivery space. One last thing that I ask you. Please go out there. Take control of your business. Go and be the boss like a boss.